Welcome everybody to the Pickleball Podcast slash Clubhouse, where we're kind of a big deal here. Today we're going to be talking about ourselves and how we got into Pickleball, which is why we have the topic, please allow myself to introduce myself. So uh, Vinny is going to start off here talking about why we're uh, in this in this game as he introduced me to the game and how he got introduced, and then we'll talk about our passions for that. Yeah. Thanks, David. I'm happy to talk about myself anytime and all the time, and anytime <laughs> I can talk about myself and pickleball, it's a good afternoon or evening. So uh, we got started in pickleball on a cold spring afternoon, taking a walk around our neighborhood, and we saw these tiny little tennis courts and we were like, what are those? What, what game is this? And, and we did a little research and, and bought a uh, cheap set of wooden paddles for four on Amazon and went over and played like ping pong uh, and, and started getting into it. Uh, we enjoyed it. We had some fun, did a little research, figured out what it was called. And then uh, we should invite our friends into this crazy little game that we could do play right in our neighborhood. Uh, so we, we got into it probably six, seven months ago and have just developed a passion for it where we're, through the summer we were playing once or twice a week for hours and hours and in the wintertime finding every excuse we could find <laughs> to get out onto the courts outside. That is exactly right. And uh, during that time, I was introduced by Vinny. He's like, dude, you should play pickleball. And I'm like, what is this nonsense that's pretending to be tennis? And so uh, we hopped out. We played yeah. a little bit. And I'm like, dude, this is... This is great. It's like all the fun of tennis and none of the actual like exercise of it. So I was like, sign me up. So I went out and I <laughs> found some found some pickleballs, uh, uh, paddles and whatnot on Amazon. Some of those cheap uh, JP Win Look or whatever they're called. Uh, that's kind of what my wife still plays with. And uh, from there, yeah, it just kind of took off. We've we've kind of started our own little pickleball club for church and been able to gain uh, a little bit of a following i think we're up to probably a dozen or 18 people so far so it's been super fun to get out there and uh see everybody playing from time to time when it's warmer weather we have some uh people who are not diehards and a little bit of a uh, warm weather kind of people but uh Vinny and i yeah. and a couple others are uh, hardcore pickleballers if it's not snowing or if it's not too windy or raining we're we're out playing that's absolutely true. We're like the postal service that way. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll play through light rain, sleet, snow. It doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as we're we just going like, to get on the court. Yeah, as long as we don't feel like we're going to injure ourselves. Because let's face it, I'm I'm a little yeah. old for this stuff. Speaking of old, I went to the doctors today. Yeah, when you, when you get a mortgage, you start having kids. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, I, I totally. Yeah. When you start thinking, yeah, I have to think about those types of things, right? Went to the doctor today. I'm like, man, I am yep. old. I'm like, good gracious. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. And then I found out that yep. I'm overweight. Well, I didn't find that out at the doctor's office. I just had to look in the mirror to figure that one out. <laughs> but, uh, apparently, my blood pressure is yep. slightly high too. And I'm like, oh man, I need to play more pickleball, uh, right? Reason to play more pickleball. Right, that's right. Is what I'm trying to convince that's my wife of. True. That's right. Well, I think speaking of old, like I I think that's one of the draws for pickleball for me was watching 
people who 10, 15, 20 years older than I am, you know, just dominate the game and have fun mm -hmm. and enjoy it. And it's a game you can play, you can pick up in your twenties and play into your seventies. Yep. Um, I remember when uh, Becky's your wife's parents came to visit in the summer and how old is her dad? Oh, probably mid, uh, maybe early sixties. I think 62. Okay. Okay. Early sixties. I'm, I'm 38 and he wiped the floor with me <laughs> on the pickleball court. And that was a like, that was just a light bulb moment. Like, Oh, I can keep playing this game for the next 30 years. Yep. This is, this is awesome. Yeah. That was another one of my introductions to the game, the game within the game. Absolutely. Hey, and tell me the, the little story about when you went down to uh, Palm Springs and, and played with the little ladies. Oh, I hate that story. <laughs> but I will tell it. Uh, so this is, this is, I, I still, I was still playing my wooden paddle. So this has got to be maybe six or seven weeks in, into playing pickleball. And I thought, all right, I'm, I'm going to go down. I was visiting my mom and she's got some friends who play regularly. And they, I, I said, well, I'm going to bring my paddle with me if you guys don't mind me hopping in. So uh, I went out and we, I played with singles with uh, one of the ladies and we had a good time and we're old friends. She's known me forever. And then, and then her, her, her gang showed up uh, these three little ladies and they were rolling in hardcore. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't slow motion and there wasn't deep hip hop bass playing, <laughs> but as I recall it, that's what it felt like as they walked onto the court, sizing me up and, they just began to wipe the floor with me, man. I, all these three, all all three ladies over sixty, and I'm huffing and puffing, and they're running me ragged. You know, they're hitting lobs and side spinners and cut shots, and you know, calling me on all my uh, line fouls all over the place because I was still a new player. And I just I got schooled by some little old ladies that you know in the winter time have an afghan on their knees and an electric fireplace in Palm Springs. I got work. <laughs> I'm just envisioning that with the electric fireplace. That is, that's awesome. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. That's hilarious. So what did you yeah. find well, so as you started playing to be the most difficult thing to catch on to? Oh, I think uh, the touch of the game. Uh, I think just, lowering my level of aggressiveness mm -hmm. uh and i still even still it's still a thing I, I think i'm still learning is uh i don't have to smash the ball every time and you know uh being ferocious and fierce has its place within the game but man really getting to the net playing that touch game and being controlled i think is the thing i'm, I'm most excited about this summer focusing on playing being able to play more and for longer periods of time mm -hmm. but yeah i'd say that that's the thing that i'm I'm still working on. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely would would concur with that. Especially coming from a tennis background, it's one of those that what yeah. I expect the ball to do when I take my swing, it doesn't. Yeah, and it's usually harder, right? That's the problem is when I try to try to hit a, a specific right. shot at a you know not even necessarily deep or anything, it just goes further. Or if I try to play a really finesse shot and it just like yeah. dies off the paddle, and you're like, Urgh. I think that's the the biggest struggle totally. that I've had. Um, my biggest learning yeah. curve, and I'm, and I'm sure yeah. I've, I've watched a couple of other YouTubers who who have made the switch from tennis to uh, pickleball, and that's one have been a, a common occurrence or experience is just learning yeah. the touch of the game. Yeah, I, even even the tennis players we've invited, right? The, that first day, 
you watch all the tennis swings and styles and then <laughs> the shock on their faces when the pickleball does not do what the tennis ball does. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's been particularly fun to watch. Um, for me, like I, I never played tennis, never pick up a racket. Um, so all my background is in ping pong. Mm. So things like things like the spin and kind of the lifting up of the ball, those all come pretty natural. But I think that 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 slam mentality, right? Like, well, I'm mm-hmm. just going to hit this as hard and as fast and as you know sharp as I can. Yep. That breaking out of that has, has been a curve because of the, the table tennis background. Absolutely, it's definitely been been a challenge. Yeah. What uh, what do you find for your opponent? What do you what do you hate most that your opponents do when you're playing pickleball? Oh man! So I've got this one guy I play with, and he's pretty good. He, he's better than I am. I hate it when he lays off the gas pedal. So he will smoke some of the serves, and I might return you know one of them, maybe every other one. And then he'll build a lead and then he lays off and gives me a lob serve. And that just drives me bonkers. <laughs> like I, if you, if you're Michael Jordan, please don't take it easy on me. Help me raise my game by understanding the level of competition that I'm playing against. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that drives me nuts uh, in terms of style of play. But uh, I think, I think, and then just practically whenever I play anyone and they're, they're able to play the mental game. Where and I haven't picked up on it yet mm-hmm. within the game. So if they've set me up, you know, long serve, long serve, long serve, and then I fall into the trap of anticipating long serve, and then they hit, you know, just a short corner pocket right outside the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's uh, not, you know, that, that that's a thing that I fall victim to a lot mm-hmm. and frustrates me. Absolutely, I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't been able to relate too much to that yet, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the humility on this guy but uh yeah what's something that uh, your opponent when your opponents are are working their game against you what's something that might frustrate um, you it's it's definitely well, obviously because well, you can't really see me on clubhouse or on a podcast but uh right if you saw me yeah you know go check out our youtube channel to see the 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 bigger guy running around that's 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 my nemesis my downfall is when these guys are hitting shots and I'm like, Oh, time to make David move. And then of course I got yeah. like one way directional move. And then that's, that's it. Right. <laughs> so if you make me move one way, I probably yeah. will get to that yep. shot, but then you make me like go yeah. backwards or side toast. It's like, all right, good shot. Good yeah. game. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the one athletic move, <laughs> but not, not fast enough to recover right. from that athletic that's move right. to get the return. That's right. Totally. Uh, I understand. It reminds me, uh, there's a, a video. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to post it on, on uh, our channel, the Pickleball channel, but uh, we were playing uh, in, inside, indoors, and uh, these guys hit this shot. I think it even hit the net. And so I'm like, I make my one one move, athletic move, and I dive, and I fall <laughs> on the floor. And, like, literally, I wanted to get up, and I told my brain told my body to, like, all right, let's stand back up. Let's get back <laughs> in the point. And... I got kind of on my knees ish type thing and I was like, Nope, that's yeah. that's that's all I got. I'm like, Ugh. Oh to be young and spry again. <laughs> Nemesis. Right, yeah. Be able to heck yeah. Little pop little pop up, yep. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. What advantage as we talk about this uh 
passion of, of the game. What advantage do you think you bring to the court over other players? Uh, unorthodoxy. So <laughs> I, I hit the ball from a lot of weird angles and weird places. And it's, it's, it's kind of like whenever you play a card game or a new sport with somebody who doesn't really know the game and doesn't really know, you know, oh, well, this is how you do that or this is the technique, mm-hmm. but they've, they figured out a way that works for them. I think that's a strength that I bring is I, I'm going to hit a few shots that they're going to sail and they're going to go, you know, too far, but I'm also going hit to hit, catch a few shots that are going to surprise you that are unorthodox that will, will score me a point mm-hmm. or two. Um, and then I, what, the thing I'm working on growing is I, I've decided not to be afraid of the pickleball anymore. So I will stand at the net and take it. Uh, and so I'm going to try to develop that as well further as I'm just, you know, you could put it in my lunchbox. I don't care where I'm just going to take it. Whether and, it's the uh, right strategy that, or not. That's funny. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, so there we go. Un- unorthodoxy and stubbornness. Uh, you've that's, that's what I bring. And I will say like, uh, having, having played against you and, and observed the, the unorthodoxy, you know, your little, uh, behind the back paddle flip thing that you're like, Oh, where'd that come yep. from? Like that's, yep. that's, that's, that's insane. I mean, I, I know you have that yeah. in your repertoire now, but yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's, yeah, pretty clever. Yeah. Like I said, it's one of those things where obviously I was out of position for the shot or didn't react fast <laughs> enough. So, but here's an unorthodox way to recover where, you know, somebody else might lose the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd say, so how about how about you? You've got, I mean, you've got a, a pretty strong sense of skills, but what, yeah. what do you what do you say is your is your ace in the hole? Yeah, I'd say probably shot planning, uh, starting with what kind of serve do I want and where that would put you, and kind of um, anticipating mm, almost yeah. what what they would do, what what the opponents would do, so that I can move them around and uh, basically get them into a spot where I can hit a winner. You know, many many times have I heard. You know, the guy's not even moving, and I'm running around the entire court. So it's just mm, being prepared yeah. for getting them out of position so that you can take advantage yeah. of that, I would say, is probably the biggest thing I have over everybody I play with right now. But, again, it's... Yeah. Do, and do you think that's a tennis background thing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, to- I totally think so. Yep. Through the... Yeah. Yep. Having played, all, you know, from the time I was in second grade all the way up to a year in college it's definitely been ingrained in there yeah yeah i could totally see that as a strength and and watched you do it you know you're it's like the you know the the the, the chess uh that was that chess show on netflix uh the queen's gambit yep where you are uh, you're a few you're a few moves ahead on the pickleball court <laughs> david's gambit <laughs> and that's a couple thing. moves i totally i totally know that i'm i'm pretty decent but like i am not I, I would get my clock cleaned by, you know, I would say of a, of a one to five, you know, looking at looking at skill level yeah. and, you know, pros are, you know, five, five point five, sixes. I'd probably say I'd fall maybe four, four and a half. I think that there are some mm-hmm. super stellar people in terms of being able to not only plan and, you know, anticipate, but also execute. And I think that's probably yeah. the thing that i struggle with most is execution of what i want to do yep yeah i would say i think the uh i think that's the hard part for all pickleball players you know it comes down to or what separates the, the that degree of improvement is 
level and ability to execute the plan and the strategy. You know, uh, you know, I think for, for my, for my learning curve, it was learning the game, learning how to hit the ball, learning the strategy pieces of the game and, and, and then being able to implement those mm-hmm. as the next step mm-hmm. for my own growth. Yep. yep. Absolutely. What do you find you, where do you find that you can help people who are at your level or below your level in terms of improving? Yeah, I, I, I think um, explaining the game in understandable terms. So, you know, just from a, a novice's level, um, here, you know, here's the game, here's the rules, you know, and then helping people find the basic movements of the paddle from serving to returning. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think that's a place where I, I can go well, and I, I don't particularly with new people. I don't have a real passion or desire to win. I, I'd rather I'd rather see new people enjoy the game and find some success. So I also feel like if I you know if I can give up a point or two or allow them to you know go fault on a serve a few times to get it, I I, I think those are those are so patience and and communication. I think are a couple skills I can help new players with mm-hmm. in terms of making them feel comfortable and and explaining getting them at least a base, you know, here's how to serve, you know, here's a lob serve that you can just get in play as we start. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Awesome. I would say for me, yeah. it's it probably, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to come across as overbearing to people. So I try not to, to coach too much, but I'd say probably taking advantage and kind of helping people see now that you got basic shots, now that you got, you know a backhand and a forehand and understand the rules kind of like what you were just talking about you know kind of taking that game to the next level of when you hit this shot what is that person Mm -hmm. going to do and then how are you going to put yourself in a position to be able to execute on that um again it's just that 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 mental side the the higher level thinking and that's something that yep i haven't been able to do that and i and i don't know people want me to do that you know it's it's one of those that i want people to have fun i want people to enjoy the game and having some guy tell you how to play all the time it's not necessarily always super fun so i try to balance that on the conservative side but i think that's something that i could definitely bring and help help people elevate their games yeah i would say i've seen that in my own son's play um you know he's 14 and doesn't want to hear his dad tell him anything uh (laughs) but when he's when he's had the opportunity to play on your team, you you've helped raise his game and raise his level of court awareness mm-hmm. and and thinking about positioning uh, a ton. And mm-hmm. so now, when when he and I play together now, I can see your game in him. Hmm. You know, in, in, at least in terms of he's he's now recognizing and choosing where to be on the court with purpose hmm. rather than being caught out of position. Mm-hmm. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, it's been cool. Perfect. Do you have any other things you'd yeah. like to throw out there about uh, your your game, the how you got into it, the passions that you've enjoyed? Uh, yeah, I think just the community element of it. There, there is a yep. pickleball is conducive to community, um, and there, unlike maybe other sports, I don't think there's a lot of pretentiousness around pickleball. At least in my experience here in our community, hmm. where it doesn't matter what level you're at, you can show up, you stick your racket in the fence, and They'll, and everybody will play with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's a, there's an openness to learning and acceptance to whatever level you are. And so I think 
that's been a particularly fun thing about pickleball. So if you're new to it or you're, you're hearing about it for the first time, you don't have to be scared. You don't have to be afraid that you're going to step on the court and somebody's going to clean your clock. Uh, most folks want you to have a good time and have a good experience that you'll come back and play. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I, get, we've, I know we played out in uh, some of the parks nearby in our community, and people just randomly show up and start playing, right? They'll, hey, I yeah. see you guys only playing three players. You know, Can I hop in? It's, that's, yep. that's unusual in today's world yep. of yep. what – you know, it's kind of isolation and, you know, everybody kind of keeps them to themselves. But, you know, it's I even look at the grocery stores, right, where you see people kind of just kind right. of head down in the phone looking at whatever and not yeah. reading too much. Yep. But yep. out at the pickleball court, it's it's completely different. It's a completely different world of people want to yep. participate. You know, we had one gal come out a bunch of times during the summertime and like, hey. You know, we have four or five, six, seven people there, and she hops in and plays with all of us. And so yep. Yep. she basically essentially joined our little group without even knowing it. <laughs> right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a fun fun element to the game I didn't expect, mm-hmm. but I uh, have, have very much enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So final thing, and we're actually going to talk about this yeah. uh, on another, another podcast slash clubhouse event. Uh, why did you choose the paddle and pickleballs that you're currently playing with. Yeah. So I chose the paddle I'm playing with. I play with a Monarch series three black and white paddle. Um, and this is going to sound silly, uh, but to, for two reasons, one, it looks like the Mandalorian helmet. Uh, <laughs> that was the first reason. And the second reason is I liked the girth that it had compared to the other super light models. Hmm. So again, I'm a big, strong guy and I wanted to be able to, and I tend to play with more ferocity than I need to, but I wanted the girth of the paddle to help remind me to slow down. Hmm. Um, But also if I was able to, you know, slam a ball or strike a ball, I wanted to have the girth to be able to do that. So that's, uh, that's why I, those, those are my two reasons. Hmm. And I know you like the, uh... how about you? Yeah, I, I know you like you like the wooden paddle, the the weight of it, the heaviness of it. So I did it, for a long it, time. It took me it took me a long time to to give that paddle up. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I think you got a new style, and just cleaned it. Like wa- I watched what it could do on the court. Yep. And it was I was like, all right, that's yeah, it's time. <laughs> it's time to time to level up there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, for me, uh, you know, I I I, I Amazon a bunch. Um, I was able to mm-hmm. find some sweet deals on Amazon yeah. uh, to be able to yep. to try a bunch of paddles for next to nothing in terms of costs. So it kind of gave nice. me an idea of shape, idea of weight, idea of handle size, grip. Um, from there, I decided to uh, splurge for my Christmas gift and went with a Ben Johns uh, Franklin Pickleball Paddle, 13 millimeters. Nice. Um, yeah. And the reason why I chose it is I heard good stuff, obviously, when the number one player is using um, that that paddle, then that's yep. a pretty good indication that it's pretty steady. Um, yep. I also wanted to see what it was like to have a quote-unquote gritty face on a paddle, um, yeah. even though you there are limits to how sandpaperish a, a, a paddle face can be. Um, the downside of that I didn't forecast or foresee too much is that that would wear off eventually. Like, it's not... Mm, yeah something i i thought about i'm like oh this must last for a long time because but right apparently 
it doesn't from what I've read and read in reviews and Got seen it. reviews. So we'll see how long okay. we'll see how long it lasts and what kind of things like that. But uh, that's that's the reason why I went with that. In terms of pickleballs, I am a fan of the Franklin X forties, thanks to Agreed. you. Thanks to you for getting me yep. in, interested in that. I know we've played yep. with some Durafast forties. I feel like the Franklin forties last a bit longer. Um, yep. And again, it's just it's that's just experience. I know we started with the yeah. old whatever came in the bag of of the pickleball set that yeah. we bought on Amazon. But you, know, you can definitely tell yep. the difference between the Franklin and the difference between uh, what we're what we were playing with before. So it's definitely been yeah, an improvement absolutely. in our game. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I think just the the speed, the touch, and uh, the reaction that the, those those uh, Franklins have is mm-hmm. is level required us to play better. Yep. You know, or, or we were chasing balls all over the court. Um, I think uh, it'll be interesting too because we made the change kind of toward the 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 change in weather too, where we got to get be cooler and colder. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested to see those balls react to the court in the summer mm-hmm. when the weather's warm and you know the balls just kind of tend to fly. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I'm looking forward to the a summer of of Franklin Expo to see what if we you know if we need to have a summer and a winter ball um, compared to like an indoor outdoor ball. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I would definitely be be curious for that as well. All right, final thing. Um, as we approach 30, 25 minutes already, it's been 25 minutes we've been chatting about pickleball. That's pretty crazy. Man, that's, yeah, and <laughs> it feels like nothing. It feels like two and a half minutes. It does. That it does. What is one thing you hope as spring and summer come into uh, view that you want to see in both in your game but also um, – in the community that we talked about, like what, what are some things you want to see as we enter into this new season of pickleball? Yeah, I think for my, for myself, I want to play with, with focus and intentionality throughout the whole game. So I want to be able to not take, you know, points off or not give up uh, points by silly mistakes. I want to mm-hmm. be able to stay focused and say, okay, you know, I lost that point, but that's because my opponent, made a better shot or a better strategy strategic move than me it's not because i sailed the ball out of bounds mm-hmm. or because i wasn't focused and paying attention to court positioning uh so that's in my personal game and then i think in our community um I, i'd like us to be intentional about getting out into the greater pickleball community mm-hmm. uh, i think whether that is you know we we dominate rita husky park here locally and we just say that's our place and we start making it public that that's where we're going to be and we invite others to come and see, mm-hmm. or we go invade the other pickleball complexes here locally as an army, you know, and just say, Hey, this is who we are and this is what we're about. And mm-hmm. we want to build a community and welcome others in. Um, I think those are a couple of things I'd like to see us grow into and, and pick a ball with purpose, mm-hmm. you know, not just pleasure, but, but purpose. Sure. I, I like that. Um, and How about for you? yeah, pretty much, pretty much similar things. I'd like to be able to uh, raise my game. I, I watch some pickleball on on YouTube. Watch the pros. I'd like to be able to uh, move into that kind of next level of my game. You know, I kind of have yeah. the ideas of what I want to do, but I still make silly mistakes, just like what you were talking about. And um, I also want to kind of get into more of the execution of a third shot drop execution of dink shots and kind of get into what i see the pros kind of kind of doing and executing on specifically in doubles because we play a lot of that with our with our group so 
kind of kind of building that game and you know trying to help others again move to that next level i think would be would be really great um in terms of community i agree i'd like to really try and ramp up more public broadcasts of here's what we're doing here's kind of the game plan and obviously you know when we have everybody in our little group Rita Husky, which is the place where we play, is straight up full. We only have three courts there, yeah. and that's pretty much toast. So I know another yeah. place um, that has – they use tennis courts and whatnot, and they have three pickleball courts, and there's another kind of group that goes there and starts playing there. Um, really, the only big place we have is um, a 14-court pickleball plex, which I'm imagining that's eventually where we're going to have to migrate to um, as, we, as yeah. we get a little bigger. but. I would like to see that as a community, but also, you know, more family things. I'd like to see, you know, not just a group, but incorporating my wife, incorporating my kids who yeah. who are getting to be more excited about the game. And I mean, that's yeah. that's something that I'd like to see and, and having her friends yep. also play with her because I know they feel bad when they're playing with people who they know are much better than them. You know, they feel like, oh, yeah. this is very boring. Oh, they're very conscious about that kind of stuff. And that's, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm fine playing with people who aren't as skilled as I am. And even, even if they're basic beginners, but I also want them to feel a comfortable playing with people who they are comfortable playing with. So, you know, just yep. inviting yeah. enough and getting that's enough good. people to have maybe skill level groups and skill level sections oh, yeah. where, they can feel yep. like they can play with them or if they want to try and play with somebody else, they can play with a better people or vice yep. versa. So that's kind no, of what I would like to see for this year and, and looking at growing yeah. the community, you know, knowing that yep. it's okay to be not as good as someone and no yep. one's going to judge whether or not, right. You know, you're, you're, Oh, you're a bad pickleball player. I don't want to play with you, but right. Yeah, I think those are some some good goals. And if we fit our two together, one is growing the group wider mm-hmm. out into the community. But, but the goal you're what I'm hearing you say is that growing the group deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, really examining okay, what level pickleball player am I, and being comfortable with that. And even as a group, saying we have all of these levels, and uh, all are acceptable within the group. Yep. And we're going to mix and match and play with you know who we're comfortable with, and and also. If you want to improve and, and, and have a higher level skill game, we can do that. And mm-hmm. if we want to have a lower level skill growing game, I think that's that's great. Yep. That's awesome. I agree. So uh, as we wrap cool. up here, the uh, first ever Dill Pickleball Topic Clubhouse podcast. Uh, any parting words about the, about the game or anything you want to say? Be courageous, be ferocious, and stand on that kitchen line. <laughs> Take it like a man. <laughs> Just take it like a man. Take, take it. That reminds Just me. a whipple ball. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of Adam Sandler when he's uh, Happy Gilmore and just stands there and like, yes. 364 more days until the hockey tryouts. That's right. That's oh, right. Yep. I love yep. it. Just take love it. it. <laughs> awesome. Well, All right, guys. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate everybody participating here and liking and doing whatever. Uh, we hope to Absolutely. see you out there on the pickleball course, guys. We'll chat later. That's right. Yep, thanks David. Yep.